Well, hey there, friend. I'm so excited you've decided to join me again today for the Boutique Workshop Podcast. So as you know, I work with hundreds of boutique owners and inventory-based businesses around the country. And I love nothing better than to tell their success story to you right alongside them. And that's what we're gonna hear today. So today on the podcast, I'm gonna be interviewing one of my coaching clients. I not only have one-on-one coaching clients, I have coaching clients that participate in the Boutique Workshop membership, as well as my Mastermind Accelerator group. And today you're gonna hear from one of those boutique business owners. So sit back, relax, enjoy this conversation. And if you'd love to work with me, make sure to reach out to me using the email that you can find in the show notes. As always, I want to invite you to come on over and join us as together we learn and grow in the Boutique Collective. Now, let's enjoy today's conversation. Melissa's joining us here on the Boutique Workshop podcast. We're going to be visiting with her as a boutique owner, just hearing kind of the background story, what she's got going on, um, some words of encouragement for all of you that might be tuning in and either you're starting your boutique journey or maybe you've been doing this for a while, you're getting a little burnt out, you're ready for some inspiration. We're going to have a fantastic chat today. So Melissa, thank you for joining us. Hi, Sierra. Thanks for inviting me. Um, I'm so excited to share my story with you because I like everyone's, I think it's pretty special and I'm trying to share it with other people to hopefully, you know, motivate them to do what they want to do, even if it's whatever it is. I love that. Well, let's dive right in. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Where are you located and how did you get into the retail industry? Yes. Um, I live outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, a little North of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Uh, Just recently, moved back to the area. This is where I grew up um, from Raleigh, North Carolina. I lived there for eight years, uh, did all my growing up there. Basically, you could say I was there in my early 20s to my early 30s. And I just decided to come back to the family. Um, So how did I get into the retail world? I always loved fashion and I love dressing cute. That was a big thing when I was in high school. Um, (laughs) And I uh, knew I wanted to go into fashion. Didn't know how I was going to get there. I didn't have like a real straightforward plan, but um, I also wanted to go to the University of Pittsburgh because that's where my father went to school. I wanted it to be like a legacy. Um, But there wasn't a fashion program there, but I had a plan to study um, internationally. And I did, I did end up studying fashion merchandising for a summer in Milan, Italy. Wow. Which was, That's amazing. That's um, a pad- podcast in and of itself right there. <laughs> I know we can talk about that one day. That was one of the best experience of experiences of my life. Um, so I did that when I was like, 20, 1920, I think, uh, came back, graduated college with my undergrad in business marketing with, um, with my BS in um, business administration. So uh, graduated, plan was moved to New York City. But when it was all coming down to it, I got really afraid. And I was like, oh, no, I don't think I can do this because yeah. I had visited 
the city mm, three, four times in the past year, like trying to get like affiliated with the area. And I was like, everything was like coming into my head, like, oh no, you can't do this. You're never going to be with family. They say fashion is cutthroat. You know, you're never going to have time to like enjoy your life. It'll right. just be, you know, fashion, fashion, fashion. And so whatever, you know, I'm going to say this, but whatever God had planned for me, I don't know if I yeah. can say that, but oh, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> um, it, it wasn't the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The timing just wasn't right. Yeah. And so I did a complete 180, went working at a daycare. Wow. That is like, I was not seeing that coming. Okay. From beautiful clothing to little people. Okay. I I did work retail. I worked at Express. I used to love Express. Um, I worked there for about four years. Okay. Um, But then I was like, you know, I'm not making the money that I feel I should be making as a graduate from college. So I was like, let me do this um, daycare stint. I wasn't necessarily working with the kids. I was an office manager. Okay. But it was boring to me. I was like, oh, you know, this is very yeah. boring. Yeah. So my boss was like, do you want to try a classroom? And I was like, sure. You know, we had to get all of our clearances. Long story short, tried the classroom. Met my best friend of today. She was a teacher. She said, oh, you should go back to school for teaching. And I was like, oh, yeah, I think I'll love that. So I did. Okay. School for teaching. Um, taught first grade for six years down in North Carolina. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this isn't it. This isn't it. There was something not right. So um, I tried actually a few different things. I tried wedding planning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that wasn't it. Um, I love your little giggle there. I feel like there's a story <laughs> there too for another day. We might have yeah. to do like several in the series with Melissa here. <laughs> yeah, I... I I kind of laugh at the way I get to where I'm supposed to be. I try all these things that I don't like. I learned I don't like to find the thing that I do like. Um, Then boutique, boutiquing came back in my life. Uh, About four, five years ago, I started shopping at only boutiques. And I was like, I love this. I wish I can open up my own boutique. And it was like a huge like dream. Like it's not happening, but it's a dream. Yeah. Um, let's see, fast forward to the pandemic. I was working as, uh, let me introduce you to another career path, a project manager. Okay. I was working as a project manager and I got furloughed because of the pandemic. Sure. And you'd think I was crying, broken up about it. I did cry because it was the first time, you know, which I'm sure we all experienced losing a job, but not really losing a job because of this right. pandemic. Like I was like, what does this mean? Right. <laughs> you know, right. it was scary. Um, but I was like, you know, I've been wanting to move back closer to my family. I have a niece who's um, going to be five at the yep. time. And it's like, and I want, I want to be a part of her life. So I was like, this is it my lease is ending up and I'm going to get to move back home. And with the money that I'm going to get from unemployment, yeah, 
I said, I'm going to start planning my boutique. Yep. Um, moved home in May of 2020. Got a general business coach, which she's lovely. Um, and she helped me put things into perspective. And I got started on a Shopify platform in June. Yeah. <laughs> got everything up by August and started and launched my my online boutique. I have an online boutique, First Love Boutique, in September of 2020. It was okay. September 23rd, 2020. I started, I launched my boutique and it was amazing. And it's just been a roller coaster ride ever since because if you are an entrepreneur listening to this, you know entrepreneurship is a big roller coaster. Yes, it is. Really high highs, really low lows, and yeah. everything in between. Yeah. And I've hit them. So yep. that's how I got there. And I have, um, yeah. Sorry, that was kind of long, but no, I, I love it. It took well, me a about 10 years to get back to retail. I love that. And it's that kept tugging at your heart. It was buried deep down that there's something there that you had a passion for. I love to hear every entrepreneur's story is so different, whether it's like, I've always known this since a little girl, I was going to open a boutique and I just went for it. And, or a story like yours where you knew, and then you tried different things. What I love about all the things that you've done though, is they've all given you bits and pieces that add up to what your boutique is like, how you service women when they come to shop with you, um, every piece of our story just creates a really depth, a nice depth to who we are. Um, so I love that piece of it. Tell me when you first launched, so you launched while well, we're kind of full in pandemic mode, like what's going on in the world? Um, how did that feel? How did you first get your boutique in front of customers? How did you gain a little traction while the world was kind of going crazy? I literally posted nonstop on Instagram saying, Hey, I'm launching a boutique to my friends. I had them like repost things. And I just, I kind of like threw out bits and pieces of what it's going to be about for a month. Yeah. And then I had all this interest from mainly my family and friends, but like, um, not so immediate friends and family like it was a larger circle right because they were like oh like I had multiple people say you did an awesome job like marketing this like getting people's attention of to what's going on I had a lot of time too <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, but I yeah. think it's key you said you put it anywhere and everywhere um I think sometimes we get really um, nervous about that as small business owners. I don't know why, if it's the fear of rejection, I don't want to put it out there. If people reject me and don't support me, or we think we're pestering people, but I always say, you know, what? if they don't want to look at our stuff, they can scroll on by. Right. right. So totally. I love what you said. You just put it out there and you started with your small nucleus of those that you knew, love you and will support you. And then it kept growing as people tell their friends and their, their family members, Mm -hmm. So I love that. Let's talk about the highs and the lows, that entrepreneurial roller coaster. Can you tell us maybe one of the lowest moments you've had 
as a boutique owner and then one of the biggest wins you've had so far as a boutique owner? I'll start with my biggest win, which is so okay. silly. I love <laughs> it. <laughs> so I've been in business for almost a year. I've done pop-ups and I've had people I don't know come shop at a pop-up, obviously, because they see your stuff, but I haven't had a true random person purchase from my online boutique until a couple weeks ago. And when I did, my heart like exploded inside my body and I felt like a little kid. I was like, oh, they like what I'm doing. Yeah, I don't even know you and you're giving me money. What's going on? Yeah. (laughs) And so like, uh, her name's Kendall. I don't remember her last name, but Kendall, if you're listening, follow me on Instagram because I want to know if you loved my dress that you bought. (laughs) Love that. I love that you know her name. I know. Yeah. I don't think I'll forget it because she's my first little, um, little shopper that I didn't know. I have no clue what she looks like or know anything. That's great. Yeah. What a great win. Yeah. That was my biggest high. Um, so my biggest love has been kind of happening for the past six months because I've been trying to expand um, my clothing and uh, accessories boutique into a confidence boutique. And I did not get to tell you about this yet. Uh, and I've been struggling sharing it with my followers. Like I can't post about it for some reason. I'm like afraid. It's the fear of rejection. Well, let's get it out on this podcast. Then it's out into the world and there's no turning back. Yeah, I'm totally for it because I feel like so many people can resonate with this. Um, No one can see me except for Sierra right now. And I don't have any makeup on. (laughs) Oh, you know what though? You guys, nobody can see me either. And I also have no makeup on. And I just got done working out and taking a shower earlier. So I'm like pulled my hair straight back. You know, all those pictures they see of us on our Instagrams and Facebook. Those Mm -hmm. are planned pictures. Let me just say. (laughs) We're we're beautiful. Okay. And I'm not being conceited, but we are beautiful. Okay. We're glowing. We're smiling. And you need that inner beauty. Um, I struggled with that my whole life. I'm 34. I just turned 34. (laughs) Um, And I have a niece, like I mentioned, who is five. She just turned six. And I was with her one day and um, I was visiting from Raleigh, North Carolina. And I put my phone out to take a picture of her and I, a little selfie mode. And I didn't have makeup on because when I'm with my family, I'm fine with not having makeup on. This was mm, three, four years ago. And uh, I looked at myself and selfie mode came on and I was like, oh my gosh, You, you know what? I almost verbalized you look so ugly. Mm-hmm. And I was tired of that. Um, mainly because my niece was right beside me. She was three at the time. Yeah, she was three at the time. And uh, I didn't want her grabbing onto that and thinking it's okay to say that because yeah. it's not okay to say that about yourself. Um, so if you haven't caught on yet, but God's a big part of my journey in life. That's a whole other story, but God slapped his hand across me. He didn't hurt me. (laughs) And he (laughs) said, don't say that about yourself. Yeah. Don't say that in front of your niece. She'll catch on. She'll repeat it. She'll think it's okay to do. Um, 
you need to start talking to yourself nicer because I made you perfect in my image Yes, and you're beautiful as you are. Then it rolled down to, oh my gosh, if Kimberly, that's my niece, if she said that about herself, I would feel heartbroken because I honestly think she is so beautiful inside and out. Like I think she's, yes. she's my niece and I think she's perfect. I know that's biased, but oh, I do. Yep. <laughs> and uh, I just was like, that's enough of this negative self-talk. So I started um, working on myself, started going to therapy. Yep. And I said, I need to talk to myself better. So I started little um, positive self-talk every time I would catch myself talking negatively about myself. I would make myself stop and say one thing about myself that I loved. Oh, I whether love it was that. the outside or inside about myself. Yeah. Um, and I still struggle today, but it's something that I work on daily. And it's something that I want to help others work on. And mm -hmm. so that's something I want to um, share with my followers, I guess, my yeah. boutique followers. I want to one day turn it into a confidence boutique. And I just, I just want to help the world because once you love yourself fully, you can love others better. So yeah. Oh, I love that. That's, oh, that's awesome. Well, I can't wait to see your first post about that on your Instagram. Thank you. <laughs> I have like all of them like written out, but I'm like, I just can't get it together, but I will, I will do it. <laughs> so let's, let's do a mini coaching session. We know we won't do mini coaching session today, but tell me why you think that is. Cause you, you know, I think, okay. I would say 99.9% .9 of the women or people, humans that are listening to this podcast are women. So we have a, a couple guys probably, but most of them are women and they're all like, oh my goodness. Yes. That's either me or it's someone that I love. Mm -hmm. And so when you said like, you're passionate about this, you've been thinking about it for several years, you've been working on it, but it's still hard for you to start sharing that. Why do you think that is? You know, I think it's me and I think it's this thing called, I want everyone to like me. <laughs> Uh -huh. And I know that's, you know, no one can like everyone, but I, I want to, this sounds bad, but you, I want to be like perfect in other people's eyes when right. they're seeing my Instagram, but I'm not perfect whatsoever. And you'll see that on my Instagram. I literally posted a video today and I had the sniffles and I was like, whatever. I was like, <laughs> I like the shirt. We're posting it, you know? Yep. <laughs> that's real life though right like right. real life says we have to get up we don't have makeup on things happen sometimes we don't feel the best sometimes we just don't feel like smiling <laughs> like that's yeah. real life and we need to stop pretending mm -hmm. that real life is an Instagram reel and I think the more that we can talk about that and be real with our customers the more our businesses thrive too because people want to buy from people they like no trust and they right. like, no, trust us more when we are who we really are. Yeah, so. I know. And I've heard that so many times and I completely agree with that. Cause when I find that connection with someone on Instagram, I'm like, oh, we're best friends, you know, <laughs> now yep. although I've never met you in real life. Um, I'm afraid. So I don't know, guys, give me some good vibes so I can share with you all because I really want to help out. Yeah. I know? love that idea of a confidence boutique. So you're yeah. not just selling, and we talk about that a lot in the boutique workshop. You're not selling product. 
you're selling a solution to a problem someone has. Mm -hmm. And that might be beautiful clothes that make them feel special or like an individual or give them confidence. That's the problem is the lack of confidence. The solution you're offering is what you happen to be selling. And so Mm -hmm. we need to come from that as well. When we're marketing, when we're talking to our customers, when we're buying, when we're building our brand, what solution are we offering? And so that idea of a confidence boutique, oh my goodness, my mind's already spinning with all of the things that you can do to just build that brand. Yes. Thank you. I'm going to work on it. And I, yeah, I think this is my first step. Yes, absolutely. So tell me, um, what does the next year look like for you? in boutique ownership? What are some goals? We talk about goals a lot. If you hang out with me here on the podcast or in the workshop, it's all about the goals. So what are some goals that you have maybe one or two for the next year? Where do you see mm-hmm. yourself a year from now? Um, honestly, I haven't thought about a year from now because in the boutique workshop, you know, we're talking about holiday planning. So that's where my mind's been for the next like three to five months. I'm like focused, but so let's say that we can say yeah. five months. Yeah. By the end of the holiday season, what do you see for yourself and your business? I want to have online sales from people that I don't know that can become friends of the boutique, friends with yes. me. I want to have a following of people that love what I'm offering. Um, because right now I do have a small following on Instagram and I know that's not the most important thing, but I want, I just want to get out there. Um, my goals also are, um, I have pop-ups, um, planned for the next couple months. So I'm hoping those are fun. Yes. Nice way for you to connect with people, strangers, get them in front of your brand. I love that. So talking about the boutique workshop, because you're fairly new and we have members in the workshop that have been in business for a dozen years and we have some that are, haven't even opened yet. What made you decide to join us in the boutique workshop and tell us what you think about it? Okay. I decided to join because it seemed like it wasn't, um, I guess, uh, well-versed as in like repetitive, um, trying to think of the correct way to say this. It seems like a small business community. It seems like a community that I could connect with you, Sierra, and the other ladies um, who were in the boutique workshop as well. I didn't want to be a part of a membership that had like 1,000 like active members and I would never be seen or heard. I like the whole, like the small atmosphere of it because you get personal um, feedback and, you know, you get to know other people as well. Um, So that's why I joined it because I was looking for a few months and some were just way over the top. They seemed, I guess, fake. Like we're just, we're just here to make money and yours was and is a reasonable price per month. And I'm able to try it out. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not locked into a year. Yeah. But um, I plan on continuing for sure, because look at this opportunity I have right here. I get to talk to a real person. Yes. 
And I love it. Oh my goodness. My dream, if I could just travel around literally and visit every single one of you and have coffee with you. Oh, that's why the podcast is so much fun for me because I get to meet you at a little bit deeper level, but we try to do that, you know, as best we can inside the boutique workshop, we have our private Facebook group and I literally go in there every day, except for Sunday Mm -hmm. and check and I answer and we talk and we connect. I get to know you. I love that so much. Yeah. And I, you know, you see like some of the same people like commenting and it's like, I feel like I know them too, like friends, like we get to memorize their profile pictures. That's what I always say. I know you by your yeah. profile or picture on Facebook. I'm going to shout out one girl, Shayna. Me and Shayna, I feel like yes. we're always, we're always like on the same, like messaging, like we're, we're there messaging yeah. at the same time. It's so funny. And that's, what's great about the boutique workshop too. Cause we really, it's really important to me that people build relationship. That is one of the biggest keys to success in small business is the relationships you build. Mm-hmm. And so we encourage that too. So I love it. You have connected with her when you never would have known her ever yeah. before. Yeah. And now you're connecting and you yeah, can connect actually, offline too. And yeah. Right. And I'm going to have to, cause Shana, I've never physically talked to her like one-on-one message. I just giggle when I see her and I like both like commenting on the same thing. So I'm like, I feel like we're on that like, same level right now. Yeah, I love it. So um, you haven't been in the boutique workshop for too terribly long, but maybe what is one thing that's been something like an aha moment, something you've learned like, oh my goodness, this is going to really change the way that I think about running my business since you've been a member. I can think one thing that came into my mind like this. It's the open to buy formula that you have shared with us. Um still trying to figure it out but um I never I haven't been able to look into my business like that yet because yeah what I've been doing in the past is just buying with the money that I have but I was learning oh no but then you need money for like other things like operating expenses and everything so that's something I'm focusing on and like going back and re-watching the videos yeah that's something I also like about it you record and post all of the um workshops and whiteboard sessions that we do because sometimes we're normal people <laughs> we zone out during a whiteboard right. session, like we like we used to in class in school right, right? <laughs> today I'm tired and I just can't focus yeah yeah so it's good to have that to yeah. go back to Yeah, for sure. And um, a lot of our members are in brick and mortar and the customer comes in and you're not able to finish watching or you can't jump on a call, but everything's Mm -hmm. recorded. And then either everything's recorded, posted in the private group and also in the library. So there's lots of places you can find the info. What, um, one more question for you about the boutique workshop, just because I think um, everyone that's on the podcast, whether they're a member of the workshop yet or not, have been a member of some sort of community and I want to leave everyone with a word of encouragement on how to maximize the investments that you make. So you've made an investment with your time and your money into the boutique workshop membership. How are you making sure that that investment is working for you, that you didn't just sign up and it's another thing you signed up for that you're not using? What do you do to make sure you're seeing a return on your investment inside the boutique workshop? I write everything down in my calendar when I have all of those meetings. I put it in my calendar and 
I put reminders on my phone because this is important. I'm spending my money and I want to see that return on investment. So it's important to me, not only because I'm spending my money, but because I want to grow my business and um, I know I can't do it on my own. So I'm not reinventing the wheel. I want to ask people that have been there before that know something that I don't know. I'm not afraid to ask questions. And I've always been like that. Like love that people used to like tease me because I'd ask all these questions, but I was like, well, I really want to know the answer. So yeah, whatever. (laughs) Yep. I love that. Yeah. You definitely take the initiative to ask. And I think that comes with, you know, having a humble spirit, realizing I don't know everything and I don't need to pretend I know everything. And Mm -hmm. even if I've asked this question before, I can ask it again, if I still don't understand. Um, Mm -hmm. and I love that about you and how you connect. And what's so nice is you ask the question and chances are there's five or 10 other members that are too nervous to ask. And then it brings the answer to light. So that's mm-hmm. the thing about a powerful community. It's all about the communication and learning together. Yeah. And we can't be afraid to ask for sure. Yeah. Because like you said, we're all probably thinking the same thing. Yes. Or a version of it. Yes. Yep. So um, I like to always close our podcast by having our guests give a word of encouragement or a piece of advice to other entrepreneurs. So to the other boutique owners that are listening, whether you're just starting out, you're thinking about opening, you've been in business for a while, you're getting ready to expand. Melissa, what's one thing that you would love to share with your fellow boutique owners um, that could encourage them or give them something to think on through the rest of the week? She didn't prepare us for this, guys. I did not. I did not. (laughs) Off the top of my head. Um, Honestly, I have this little scene of hope in my heart that's telling me keep going Melissa keep going Melissa so if you think nothing's working out right now but you know you want it there's something in you that tells you to keep going keep going um I'm a small boutique growing slowly but hopefully organically (laughs) um very slow but there's something in me that's telling me keep pushing forward, keep trying. So keep on swimming as Finding Nemo says. <laughs> yes. One foot in front of the other. It's all about moving forward. Don't, yes. don't be content to stay where you're at. Just keep moving forward. Um, that's the goal. I love it. Well, thanks for joining us today, Melissa. Where can everyone find you and check out your Instagram or your website? What would you like oh, to share with us? Awesome. So I have a website that I created that has my about me page that tells my story that I kind of got into, but you can read it again on firstloveboutique.co. Okay. And then my Instagram is at first.love.boutique. And you'll see my logo. It's like a little pink peony. I love it. <laughs> and I'm also on Facebook, First Love Boutique. So Perfect. look for me. I'd love to follow you and talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. And if you feel like your story really resonates with Melissa's story, reach out, connect, you know, send her a DM, send her a message. You never know um, what kind of friendships can develop. So we'll make sure to put all of your links in our show notes. So if you guys didn't catch that, or you want the spelling, it'll all be listed in the show notes. And Melissa, thank you for joining. Thanks for being a part of the boutique workshop for being such a positive member I'm really excited to see where your journey takes you. It's going to be fun to connect with you 
in the coming months. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be a part of the boutique workshop. So, all right, we'll see you later. All right, have a great one. Thank you. All right, everyone, thank you so much for tuning into the Boutique Workshop podcast today. It's always so much fun for me to interview wonderful boutique owners all around the country. Um, I hope that you enjoyed this visit. Make sure to check out all of Melissa's links in the show notes. And if you want more information on the Boutique Workshop, super easy to find us. Just go to theboutiqueworkshop.com. You'll see everything that I have to offer. I'd love to help you out on your boutique journey. And we will see you again next time. Hey there, did you happen to listen to my recent conversation with the founder of Faves over in the Boutique Collective Facebook group? If not, then listen up and I'll share the details with you right here. So Faves created this awesome app to help boutique owners just like you organize and optimize buying. The app makes it so easy to remember details like what vendors you purchased from, cost of the inventory, what you're planning to market up, and even when that inventory is about to be delivered. If you've always wanted an assistant buyer, someone that can keep track of all the inventory that you're planning to bring in, then Faves is the app for you. It will protect you from buying similar products, and most importantly, it's gonna save you time and money and help you make more profitable buying decisions. So if you wanna learn just a little bit more, head on over to favespro.com. That's F-A-V-E-S pro.com and take a look at this awesome app made specifically for boutique owners just like you. Hey, thanks again for joining me today for the Boutique Workshop Podcast. Remember that podcast was first recorded live over in the Boutique Collective Facebook group. So if you're not a member of that group yet, I want to give you a warm invitation to come on over and join us in the Boutique Collective. You'll find the link for that Facebook group along with all other information or links that I shared during this podcast in the show notes. And can I ask you for one more small favor? Before you're done here today, would you be willing to share this podcast with another boutique owner that could use the information or support? And even better yet, if you loved what you heard, would you be willing to give us an awesome rating or review? That really helps spread the word as we grow the boutique workshop and bring information, support, and community to boutique owners around the country. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you again next week. Bye.